This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 107 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hi. In this episode, we'll be going over our first impressions of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Let's get started. Before we get started with the actual episodes, we have a few announcements to make. First announcement, this is the start of our daily podcast episode series. So for seven days at least, we will be doing 10 to 20 minute episodes every day, covering every aspect out of Battlefront 2. Yes, we will. So that means more content for you, so we can cover all of the uh, massive news of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes, and then after that we will uh, move to, possibly move to a two episodes a week where one episode will be uh, me and you talking, Sam, and then uh, another episode later that week, probably a day in between, we will be doing possibly interview episodes where I could interview someone and then you can interview someone, Sam. Nice. Unheard of. Sam, <gasps> Sam doing interviews. <gasps> You've been missing out, Sam. Mm-hmm. Our second announcement is... We are uh, launching the Patreon-exclusive show that we've all been talking about. And even if you support us through PayPal, you will get the opportunity to listen to this podcast. All you have to do is say, hey, I want to listen to your uh, Patreon-exclusive show, and then I'll give you a link. And then you can listen to that. So even if you support us through PayPal, it, uh, you get access to that show either way. And in that show, we'll be doing, we won't be covering news or anything like that. So even if you don't support us, you won't be missing out on news and that kind of stuff or uh, strategies. Yeah, we're not EA. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but what we will be going over is kind of like a, um, an audio, an audio log of what we've been doing in Battlefront. So kind of the experiences that we've been doing, some of the wacky things uh, that we've been doing that day that we've recorded. If you want to check that out, you can uh, support us and uh, get access to that exclusive show. And uh, we will be listening to feedback on that show. So we'll be doing changes to that and making it uh, the best possible worth for you. And on on the uh, note of PayPal... If you want to help us out, just give us whatever you feel that uh, we've earned through doing the podcast episode or just by leaving us a review if you don't want to spend anything at all to help us out. That is greatly appreciated. Now, though, let's talk Star Wars Battlefront 2. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is out, Sam. Yes, it is. What are your thoughts so far broadly? I think it's just as good as the gameplay-wise as it was in the beta. I mean, I enjoyed the game, haven't yet conquered the campaign or even started it. Yeah, we are uh, waiting for um, 
our studio to get done. What I think we'll do is play through it uh, without recording any gameplay and then do a YouTube series where we go through it and give you a rundown of our thoughts of the game, of the, the campaign and everything like that. Once we have our studio done, we'll be getting into a, a Twitter Q&A later in the episode. So we'll be talking about our uh, new studio then. Yeah, as, as I was saying, uh, the game is really nice. I haven't played much. You know, there isn't a wide variety of game modes per se. But still, the surprising amount of content within those is... It's actually uh, massive, uh, bigger than I thought it was. Like, Strike is not just you go pick up the Jedi artifact. It actually differs from map to era. Yeah, some games it's... Um Let's see, one on, on Theed, it's more like a a game of drop zone where you're trying to destroy two ships. And on Jakku, you are playing more one-sided cargo. Yeah, and then I played just a little strike. You let me finish your game. And that was, I believe it was on Starkiller Base. Yes. It was where you're supposed to deliver this cargo as well. So it was... Um, it is a similar arc through it, and yeah. later in the week we will be getting into the specifics on game. The modes. specifics of it. Uh, right now, this is kind of an overview of uh, our thoughts, our first impressions. So thus far, I've played mostly heroes versus villains. Yeah, we've what is it like six hours? We've played on the we've played six hours the first day, maybe maybe even eight. Yeah, and that was like pretty much constantly heroes versus villains. I just wanted to get my fill because I played a lot of gr- uh, ground assault, so I'm not just like over the top. I need it right now. So I've just been trying, you know, I'm a Heroes fan, so I wanted to play as much Heroes versus Villains as I could. Exactly. Um, I really enjoyed Strike. I love the new objective-based heroes versus villains. I like how it's hero hunt mixed with hero blast. Like, I love that. Yeah, and as you said, it for me, it's more like hero hunt meets regular heroes versus villains there, with just like a, a splash of hero blast. Yeah. There aren't rounds, which, thank the maker, there aren't rounds. Yeah. Um, instead, it's kind of like an in-game round. So... Within a certain time limit, the uh, the target will change. So after you go, after if you are the target, you have to try and survive as long as possible until the next target is chosen. And uh, if you are not the target, you're just trying to kill the target and protect your target yeah. at the same time. It it's kind of casual at the beginning, but once you get to where you only have one or two heroes left, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to run and hide, or I need to go attack this target as soon as possible. And as in basically every Battlefront game so far, which is two, the heroes are way underpowered compared to the villains. Depending on how you play, because I defeated Kylo Ren, who I think is who I believe is the most powerful villain, with Han Solo, one on one. Yeah, just depends on skill and all that. Yeah. So if you are a good Han Solo, you can take on the world like Han Solo is surprisingly in my opinion the best hero <laughs> eh. Ray, Ray's pretty pretty darn good um, 
Luke also, but I think like the all around, if you're definitely going against Boba Fett, you need Han Solo. I mean, he can't really hold his own against a lightsaber like Darth Vader. Yeah. And basically all of the villains have lightsabers. <laughs> it does feel that way, especially, um, let's see. What, we have Darth Maul, Kylo Ren. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Ooh, thought there was a fourth one. Now then we have Aiden and Emperor There aren't Palpatine. that many now that I'm naming them. <laughs> Wait, let's name all the villains. We have Darth Vader, Kylo Ren. Uh, Darth Maul, Emperor Palpatine, Iden Versio, and there's one more. Bosk. Yeah, Bosk. And then on the hero side, you have Han, Lando, Leia, um, Luke, uh, Rey, Yoda. Yoda. So they do have the same amount of lightsaber wielders. Yeah, it just it just seems it like there's seems more. Like they're, I think because the lightsaber wielders on the villain side are so overpowered that people gravitate to that more yeah and plus from my experience not many people have unlocked luke because they're starting for the from the villain side so i guess that's why it seems because essentially there's only ray on the opposite team yeah and that's another thing i have i have a problem with heroes versus villains is that if you click one hero or villain you you can camp on that the entire game yeah you don't have to unselect yeah, but but this isn't the uh, Heroes vs. Yeah. Villains podcast episode. Yes, it is. Th- this isn't the Heroes vs. Villains episode of the podcast. That is coming... Soon. Soon. Now let's move on to... Let's see, Galactic Assault. That was... That kind of got stale for me on Theed. So every time I see Theed, I'm like, are we in the beta again? But any time that I'm not on Theed... It is awesome. There are I on, love Theed. It's my favorite still. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous, but I, I really like the the fun of going onto a new map and just saying, Oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on, but this for, looks gorgeous. For me it's so familiar on Theed. Yeah. It's like an old friend. Yeah. But I don't like I mean, I've only played one match since it came out and that was a lagging match. Yeah, so uh Yeah, early- it was on Hoth. Yeah, earlier today I played about four four games of Galactic Assault. I was on, um, let's see here, uh, Takadana, Hoth, Theed, I think one other. But the each of each, I love how they have one game mode, but it changes depending on which map you're on. Um, Galactic Assault on Hoth feels like Walker Assault. Yeah, you're supposed to escort the uh, walkers through the map and I just don't like the Hoth map because it's so open which means strafe runs are an extreme problem it also doesn't I wish it was cloudy instead of sunny you know what I mean and it was snowing hard I think that kind of like twilight on Hoth yeah but even more so so the strafe runs wouldn't be as bad yeah um let's see here next we have arcade an arcade is we played. So I've played so a lot of arcade. Right off the bat, th- this is what we did. We basically played a little bit of Galactic Assault, more Strike, and then we went off the rails with Heroes versus Villain, Heroes versus Villains, and Arcade Mode. Arcade Mode is what I think we all wanted in the first game. I mean, it's not like it's not as massive as you know Battlefront Two original doesn't feel that big but it's actually surprising it has a lot of depth 
Yeah. I was I would I did not expect that much depth in the game. I played all of the co-op battle scenarios and they are they're actually super fun. Yeah, they are super well done. Like in the beta they had the one Darth Maul the one Darth Maul battle scenario which was extremely boring, but it varies so much. Like one match you'll have the jump trooper class with faster reload time, which makes it fun. It's just so random and awesome. Yeah. I'm 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 loving Moss Eisley arcade mode because that just that brings me back to uh Hero Assault in Battlefront two on Moss Eisley. It's not as good as the original it's, Battlefront. It's 2. much more close quarters yeah, than I in Battlefront two original. I wish it was a little more spaced out. It seems just so crammed. Like if you but went it, to an Indian city over in India. Yeah. Feels like that. But it, it makes it makes it very hectic depending on which which game mode you're playing on it too. It's still cool. I I'll definitely need to explore it some more to find like the Cantina Easter eggs, which yeah. I know are in there. In the the Reddit or in the Reddit uh ask me anything with the Battlefront two developers, Paul Kesslin was like was saying that they were looking at adding a uh, private I think private match kind of thing to where you can uh, just hang out without any fighting or something like that. Because that's what I, I really want to do right now is just go around without anyone shooting me and look at everything. I mean, for uh, to a certain extent, you can in arcade mode. You just tell your buddy not to shoot. <laughs> Let me look at these rocks. Don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah. Um, after a uh, short break, we'll get into the rest of the uh, game modes and some more of our first impressions, and then a, a Twitter Q&A. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Okay, Sam, next on our list, we talked about this a little earlier, Strike. Loving Strike. I love the uh, different ways that it's uh, done everything. Rounds, I'm not the biggest fan of, but now that I've started playing some more, I'm getting the hang of it. It's like, okay, I see how it rounds work, and it's, it's, it's pretty enjoyable, especially since depending on uh, who's winning who's losing after each round you have a lot of credits saved up so you can just go in right at the beginning and be a jump pack trooper it's definitely a breath of fresh air apart from all the other game modes I still have yet to play blast but this game mode seems like if you're tired of large game modes and you don't want to play heroes really that's your game mode Yeah, if you want to level up your your weapons and your class and that kind of stuff unlock more things through the rewards challenges strike is the way to go because you just keep on getting kills and kills well a lot of the times that i've been playing galactic assault it's been hard to actually find people to actually to, to get kills for those um next speaking of speaking of blast uh 
I played two rounds of Blast. I'm not the biggest fan. It's just too hectic for me. And everyone is everywhere shooting you in the back. It's like, where the heck did you come from, mister? I was in a dead end. And they still find a way to shoot you in the back. Yeah, that's the deal with spawns in Battlefront in general. Like, you know, in Star Wars, you know, this is my side. You guys stay over there. And in Blast, that just it's just thrown out the window. Yeah, you go everywhere flanking. Yeah, so Blast, right off the bat, it's not my favorite game mode. Um, it's I think it's my least favorite. Huh. I mean, Strike is a better version because it's Blast with a game mode. It, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it, it possibly might be a w- the way to go in progression in general, but I've, I've still yet to test all of the credit earning and, you know, the average I get. Yeah, after after the series where we break down everything, uh, like what's included in the game, some of the plus and minuses, we will be doing strategy episodes. So once we get some more uh, playtime and we get to just go, we're, we're just going to pick apart strike and find out the best ways to play on each map. Uh, we'll find out the best ways to play specialist or assault. Uh, definitely going to be interesting. Okay, so next we have Starfighter Assault. I know you haven't played it. You didn't even play it in the beta. I've yet to play it. Yeah. I've played quite a bit of Starfighter Assault, and it fixes every single problem I had with Fighter Squadron. It's... It's got an objective, which is fun. Um, it changes depending on which map you're playing on. Um, and I just want to get this out of the way. Right this episode, it's it's going to be a positive one. We've had a lot of... It's It's been a trying time here at the Goodwin household. So just really want to put some positive things out there. Battlefront 2 has problems. But they are fixing them, especially with pay to win. They've completely removed the crystal systems. You can't buy crystals to unlock loot crates anymore with real money. You can't buy loot crates with real money anymore. And they are working out a better system for loot crates, which I think it's going to be cosmetics, which would work perfectly because I don't want to spend money because it's going to be like, I am not a fan of pay to win. I'm not a fan of paying real money to get ahead in a video game, so I'm not going to do that. But if it's to get a chance to get an exclusive skin, heck yeah, I may pay a dollar or two. Yeah, in normal video games like platforms, I won't pay to win, but like I have done pay to win before on Minecraft servers. That's because that's because the games that I play on there are like you have to have hundreds of hours just to do this one thing and I don't have that time to commit which I know in a lot of cases that's why people do it but then those are the, there are those people that have deep pockets or like yeah who I just I just want to wreck money. people yeah there's that's the, the worst combination yeah exactly um but yeah Battlefront 2 has some problems they're fixing them like they went through the reddit ask me anything and they addressed a lot of the problems they've they decreased the hero purchases by 75%. They got rid of 
buying loot crates with real money. They are fixing everything that yeah. was wrong at launch. And this everything, it hasn't every, even launched yet. Yeah, and they've it, already fixed pay to win. As we're recording, it's uh, November 16th at 8.06 p.m. And they've already fixed pay to win. They've got rid of it completely in the game. So, so for all the people that haven't pre-ordered it, it doesn't affect them at all. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at you, Reddit. You can no longer gripe about being pay to win. You can no longer gripe. I'm so, so sick of that. So definitely want to get... <laughs> I got I got messaged and I was like... I got messaged... Um, I'm not going to name a name. But he was like... You are a, basically he was saying I was a sellout. Don't 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 go to the dark side of EA. Don't do that. Go with the small consumers who are griping about everything. It's like this is my opinion. This is my views. This is my podcast episode. We will put down the facts. We'll, we will we will uh, put down the news and that kind of stuff. But we'll also do our p- opinions. And my opinion, I love Battlefront Two. Big fan of it. Uh, yes, it's got problems. I understand that, but they're they're working on it. We've talked to the people that are making the game, and they are like, "Yeah, we really want to make a cool game." Because in the end, they're just Star Wars fans like us. Exactly. Most of the developers aren't like EA drones that have been mind controlled into submission. Yeah, they they're no they're they aren't clones with no personality that are just saying EA needs more money, EA needs more money. No, they want to make a really fun, awesome Star Wars experience. So there's a little rant out of the way. Um now let's go on to our Q&A. Okay, so starting off with Riss Jenkins at Riss Russell Elwin Elwin twenty one. I am quite certain that I am not saying that right. Do you think they will buff the officer class as you cannot get as many points using that class? I ran a poll today, uh, going asking what our followers' favorite classes are. Okay, so what's your favorite class in Battlefront two so far? Forty percent out of fifty votes is assault. It's only going been going on for a couple hours. Eighteen percent heavy, twenty percent officer, and twenty two percent specialist. Officer, I've gotten a lot of people that love officer, but yeah, there are. Uh, I think that they will be tweaking the officer a little bit. I'm an officer main, so yeah. Like, what what are your thoughts? I mean, offensively, the officer is actually really strong with his weapon. Depending yeah. on which era, because they do, the weapons do change depending on what, you know, if you're first order stormtrooper or a clone, the weapons do change. But from the default weapon of the clones, it's actually extremely powerful, and actually do really well offensively. But then you come, to, then I come to its core. It's a support class. Yeah, and I'm not being rewarded by getting one point for healing someone. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, I'll I'll do this right now since there's a bunch of people around me. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, I need to go find someone so I can help them out. And I understand like if a lot of people are low and around you, you might get eh, a decent amount of points. But he needs to, no matter what, he in the core, he's a support class, and he's and you need as a player need to be rewarded, since not many people take on the duty of being a, a supportive character. Exactly. Um, next. 
question is uh, Master Yoda joining joining our podcast is uh, do or do not there is no try. Master Yoda at Master Yoda nine three nine. He's been a uh, longtime listener of our podcast. What villain do you want to be added first after the Last Jedi DLC? You're saying it wrong. Villain? What do you want to add first? <laughs> Got to say it all choppy, Sage. That that would be very hard with a sentence this long. Okay, so Grievous, Dooku, or Jango? Obviously, I'm going to pick Grievous. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm like 100% sure that they're going to add Grievous, so I'm going to say Jango. You, you want Jango to be added before Grievous? Because that, that's what he's asking. What villain do you want to be added first after The Last Jedi? Yeah, but I'm not sure if they're going to add Jango, so I'm just like saying the one that I would like. Okay. I know that, you know, he's probably going to be somewhat similar to Boba Fett, but I just want like father and son time in the air. Well, in Starfighter Assault, we do have Rey and Chewbacca's uh, Millennium Falcon, and we also have Han and Chewbacca's Millennium Falcon, so they could do something What are like the differences? That. They have different abilities. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, so I was like, which one do I choose? I don't know. <laughs> but we'll we'll be breaking down that as well. Favorite cards uh favorite star card from any trooper classes. Mine is the personal shield from the specialist. That is so helpful in those situations where everybody's everywhere and you need to get away to heal. Let me think. I like the officer's flash grenade that splits up. Yeah, that that is Awesome if you have it, but so annoying if you're against it. Yeah, it's really useful. Okay, next we have Suburban Scout at Suburban Scout underscore. Okay, is the quote, EA is just trying to swindle us, end quote, a fair critique or a lack of understanding of how business works? I personally think it's a mixture of both and mostly on the lack of how business works. Yeah, a lot of the people, like, I've been, dads who, dads and moms who are trying to get the Star Wars game are, or dad and mom gamers are like, I'm not getting that because there's so much paid DLC, that that has been something I've heard, and it's like, paid DLC, the DLC's all free, and the only thing that's in there is microtransactions, and they have, they, they need a way to sustain financially the game through the future, yeah, because games have reached a point where one-time purchases aren't enough. Yeah. Game development has risen in prices, uh, risen in the cost of making the game, but the prices have not, have not changed since, what, 2006? Yeah, and a lot of people, as you said, are just like hopping on this train that understanding gamers have made, and they're just like haven't had any research done on this. Yeah, our... our Armchair developers is the phrase that a lot of people have been using. Yeah, so they just, hey, look, this trend's going on. I'm going to jump on it and meme it and not buy this game because of it. Yeah. A lot of that's going on because I talked to someone and he was like, yeah, it's pay to win. I was like, there's free DLC. You can buy loot crates. And he basically didn't say anything else. (laughs) Yeah. People are people are quick to say the thing that another person's saying without doing the research. Everybody that's saying it's pay to win probably hasn't done the research that's saying, oh, you don't actually have to pay any money to get all those star cards. No, not at all. You unlock weapons through playing the game, uh, doing challenges without spending anything at all. Um, you, you get 
loot boxes through earning in-game credits. Yeah, and you depending can only, on how long you play, you can only spend a certain amount of money to get a certain amount of items. In the end, you'll have what they have. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you are a dedicated player, you will earn the same amount of content as a person who right off the bat buys $100 worth of crystals. And look at it this way. I would rather have free seasons than a paid DLC because microtransactions do not affect me at all. I'm not going to spend money. I'm not tempted to spend money. Exactly. I mean, I don't care if someone spends 50 bucks on the game. I still, in the end, if I have more skill than you, I'm going to win. Exactly. And... Like I was saying earlier, if you if you do have, I'd probably pay two dollars worth of credits if I have a chance to get a comic book Han Solo skin. Like that would be awesome. I mean that, that that's a, that's something that I would really be into if they change the whole loot crate aspect to be more cosmetic focused. And this isn't new to the Battlefront series. You could buy upgraded star cards and weapons in Battlefront 2015. Yeah, the the first game was more pay to win. You get you got to up you got to buy bypass levels, ranks even. Yeah, you you paid $15 and then you got the upgraded probably worth 50,000 credits. Yeah, exactly. You didn't have to spend time getting uh, ranks, you didn't have to spend the money uh, in-game credits. Uh, to unlock those different star cards and you got them with the black series like that was more pay to win than this game is it's just because loot crates and plus the battle battlefield one has a premium pass that was fifth that was fifty dollars fifty dollars and if you with a season pass and if you think uh you didn't waste your money just and i don't think i did but you know a few months after seasons the season pass ended it went down half you could get the season pass for half of what you paid exactly and this this time around you get to you get to play the maps of the last jedi free you free. get to you, you get, get heroes two heroes free. free um the trade-off is in the future when they do rework things hopefully it's cosmetics you will have that opportunity to buy cosmetics that you don't have to do at all so yeah, and by that time to where it is quote-unquote pay-to-win, you'll already have unlocked a crap ton of stuff. And it's not going to be quote-unquote pay-to-win because they, they've already taken down the purchases of crystals, which was the pay-to-win aspect of that. Now Literally, you don't the have definition to, of pay-to-win is getting an unfair advantage. Yeah, and now that advantage is taken away. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely something that is a hot topic. And I'm not some like you know, EA crony that they paid me to say this. Yeah. I just personally don't think it's pay to win, regardless. I mean, if you dedicate time, you're going to earn skill because you're, rather than, you know, unlocking all these cards by using your credit card, you unlocked it through playing the game and spending hours of your time, you know, improving yourself as a player. Spending all that time actually makes you a better player than just buying it outright. And maybe they earn a personal shield in the process. Exactly. <laughs> You'll get that eventually. Okay, uh, Seth Hartman at Shadowstride. He is uh, he runs a lot of the uh, the Discord, our amazing Discord, a Discord which is a very positive place to be if you are a fan of Star Wars Battlefront. Definitely check out the link in the description for Discord. 
um, because that that is a super fun place. If you are tired of all of the hate of the horrible, horrible Reddit, check out our uh, Discord. Okay, so he asks, when will they fix bugs? So he had an issue uh, while playing where he ran into a bug where basically someone died and then kept on going. And I think they will fix bugs after they fix the whole PR nightmare around loot crates and pay to win. Cause that, I'm going to say it's going to be like a week after it launches. There will, there will be a patch. Yeah, definitely. If not a day one patch. Like that's something yeah, I totally could expect. Happen. Depending on how dire of, in need we are of the patch, if it like is game-breaking... Yeah. Okay, our uh, last question is from Cedric at Cedric SW. What is the progress on the studio upgrade? What have you bought or planning to buy? So, we bought 12 2x4s. We bought 8 4 foot by 8 foot plywood boards. We have around 200 and... 50 acoustic panels surrounding us right now and this Sunday we'll be working all day on finishing our amazing new studio and when that is done we will be doing video versions of our podcast episodes which is going to be awesome so you'll be able to look at us as we talk to each other about Star Wars Battlefront which is pretty cool right which means we'll we'll have to dress up more yeah You'll actually have to get dressed, Sam. <laughs> Sadly. But yeah, we've got we've got all of the stuff we need except for a couple lights that we're going to be using. Um I yesterday I bought the adhesive spray for all the exclu- uh, acoustic panels and the screws that we needed. So we're we're basically all set. All we have to do is put it together and that it will be a project for this Sunday definitely going to be fun i think that wraps up another awesome episode of the star wars battlefront podcast you can find us on twitter at swb podcast twitter.com slash swb podcast another plug our documentary with all of the awesome people involved in the star wars battlefront community uh, on the battlefront is on our podcast feed so definitely check that out i'm working on a uh, youtube version of that documentary as well definitely check that out i had a ton of fun uh, putting that together super super proud of that uh you can support us on paypal paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep t-y-e-d-y-e-s-h-e-e-p give us whatever you feel we deserve by doing this podcast it is greatly, greatly appreciated. You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. We'll be able to uh, listen to our exclusive our exclusive little podcast uh, around five minutes. Uh, nothing super major, but if you would like to get access to that and help us out in the process, we would really, really appreciate it. You can also support us without any money at all by leaving us a review on iTunes. We're hoping to get to 50 reviews by the end of the year. Uh, So definitely do that if you want to help us out. We have a Discord. Discord link will be in the description of the podcast. 
Our YouTube channel, the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, is about to be flooded with content. One day after each podcast episode is uploaded on the podcast feed, we will have a video version on our YouTube channel, as well as exclusive content, tips and trips gu- tips and tricks guides, and much more. Our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Leave feedback, uh, leave feedback there or uh, suggest topics. We would definitely appreciate that. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.